right, we're back. You didn't think oh, we were way gonna, better. You didn't think we were gonna come back, but we're back. And this we is we're always here. <laughs> season four, episode one, coming at you in uh, in the end of January. Yeah, but we're still getting it in the first month. That's the important part. It's a new year. It's our new year episode. That is correct. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. I made a. I made what? a. Do you make resolutions? I did, and mine's embarrassing, but I, I'll still tell it. I think resolutions are bullshit, and I don't make them, but I told myself this year my resolution was going to be more selfish. I'm going to be more selfish, and so far I've failed on all accounts. <laughs> um, before I say what my resolution is, what do you got there? Oh, this? Licorice. Yeah, that. Licorice root. You know, from the ground. You chew on it, tastes good. Yeah, so I worked with a guy, and he had a massive smoking problem. Uh-huh. As in, you never saw him without a cigar in his mouth. And I'm not opposed to smoking cigars, but like this guy was like George Burns, and it was fucking gross. His teeth were disgusting. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was disgusting. And he was always this guy. He's like the guy you know who's got a the new thing he read about on how he's going to quit whatever, you know? And he did the patch. He did hypnosis. He did like acupuncture. He did breathing (laughs) exercises. He did yoga. He did everything. And one of the things he did was that licorice root chewed on licorice root. And it was fucking gross. It was always a, it was like he's chewing on a stick. Yeah. It tastes delicious. Really? I love licorice. I love licorice. Yeah. I Tastes like black licorice? Yeah. I, I started doing, um a, like, well, I picked up a bag like a year ago just because I was doing uh, I was doing another video. Well, let's just call it a podcast thing. And, um, and I didn't want to be sitting there eating snacks the whole time. You know, like when you're like sitting around with a bunch of people, you just like have that, you want to like just reach yeah, for snacks. Oh, I know. So you're I just, right. I grabbed those. I mean, there's, there's benefits and there's, there's downsides to it, but like. You know, you can't do you can't do liquor shoot like every day. You, you fucking, you know, die or something. So every once in a while I pull one out. Um All right. So uh so anyway. Oh, all right. My resolution. Your resolution. My resolution yeah. It's embarrassing. Um Well, you're embarrassing, so it's you know it's embarrassing. So let me rewind it. At Christmas time, my mom was down and um it wasn't Christmas dinner. It was like a dinner during the time she visited. I think she visited for like two or three days. One of those dinners, thank God it wasn't Christmas night. Um, we got into this like super loud argument at the dinner table over um, COVID, which is so cliche yeah. and so insane. It's like, it's like arguing with your family f- about religion or politics or stuff that you're not going to resolve. And it turned into this, like, it was a fucking mess. She, like... Said some things you can't take back. <laughs> and so did I. And everybody left the table. You know, and you're every, like, was, you see, it, this like, is why nobody in the family likes you. <laughs> yeah. She's she's like, and, then, and she's like, you know what? Your father was right. We shouldn't have had you. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and ended up being she left the next day. It was a mess. It was oh a total my mess. God. 
Oh yeah. Like, like my wife was mad at me because of, um, like how ridiculous it is at my age to get in that kind of an argument. Like, what are we savages? Like what's up with, what is your fucking problem? Grow up, like be mature. And, um, then my mom thought like my wife's anger was towards her, which she got offended. And I was like, it has nothing to do with you. Like this, she's mad at me. I don't know what you're, what you're upset about. She's pissed off at me. It was like this big thing. So, um, it turned into this big, it, it just, it just exploded. It was such a mess. And I made my resolution that, and I get in arguments with my mom all the time. She knows how to push my buttons better than anybody I know. Yeah. Real mature mom. Oh, she's just, it's just, and I don't think she does it. Like I was talking to my wife. She's like, I don't think she does it intentionally. I think she's just like, at this point it's, it's, it's on cruise control. She's not even trying to do it. It's just the way she is. And it just drives you nuts. And I was like, it does. So my resolution is I am not going to entertain, enter into start, finish, be part of an argument with my mom in 2022 i really need so far it's been good i need to adopt that with the um the mascot man if we have time for it man do i have a mascot story for you guys oh Oh my god buddy i don't know if i can take it i'm still recovering from the last time we had a discussion we three-wayed we had a (laughs) three-way he has no leg to stand on after this one anyway if you're lucky folks we'll get to that um but today we're i don't know we're gonna talk about a couple different things um I know we had a we had a, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a couple of weeks and I you know whatever I've been busy he's been busy um, and uh, finally we're getting around to it um, if if we had a sponsorship we probably would have gotten to it a long longer long time ago you know it's just interesting I don't know if you've been reading our emails we received three me emails from a company that were like oh they they're interested in sponsoring you did i saw one of them yeah so finally i re- i emailed them back then i was like yeah, yeah the product looks good i like it we'd like to have you know you know make an offer or whatever i said the whole thing Th- nothing so they emailed us three times i re- emailed them back heard nothing they probably finally looked up our podcast and were like yeah nah it's not gonna work for us <laughs> But anyway, um, I, I I saw the one and I was like, no way. The f- like I was like, that doesn't. There's they're not. They're not. That ain't real. And then, and then it came again. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, what? yeah. Anyway, it's probably some cheap marketing technique on their behalf. But anyway, so today, so we're gonna we have a lot of things we could talk about or wanted to talk about. Some of it's kind of like quickly outdated already. But um, I was uh, I was uh, going back and forth with our our top notch listener. Over there in South Korea, happy birthday! By the way, happy belated birthday! Her birthday was a couple happy days birthday. ago. Happy birthday! Yeah, and uh, and I was just poking at her today. I said, "What, what should we talk about?" And uh, she threw out an idea. Do you want to talk about this quickly? This idea? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a good idea. She was like, "Yeah, why don't you guys like talk about like life after COVID? Like, what what's what's the world going to be like? What's where are things going to be like?" And I was like, "That's that's actually a, a really good idea." So. She goes, yeah, but you could cover like the good of it and like the sarcastic part. I was like, oh, we'll definitely cover the sarcastic part. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't worry about that. I'm sure we'll be, we're also going to be like, I found that in almost every COVID discussion I've had with you, with anybody, I have been like, you know how like, this has been a big unknown. It's been a big unknown since March. I mean, listen to our two COVID podcasts. Well, we figured it out in the first one. <laughs> oh, about washing your hands? Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's such an unknown, and I've been just wildly wrong about every guess as far as what it is. So I'm gonna say what I think, and I'm, and we can just pretty much guarantee that everything I say, the pretty much the opposite is gonna happen. So that'll be our 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 forecast. Well, speaking of being wildly wrong, maybe that's a good place to start because I I had this thought, you know. First of all, you have these people out here now that are like, like the see. It's no big deal. It's no big deal because now, like, they clearly don't know how mutations work. And because Omicron is, like, um, not killing as many people, especially those that are vaccinated, um, like, they're all going, like, the non-vax, the anti-vax people are going, like, it's not even a big deal. See, aren't you glad you listened to us about uh, standing your ground and not getting vaccinated? And it's like, I wonder, here's my prediction, my first prediction. I wonder if the anti-vax, the anti-vax, anti-maskers are going to become the new vegan CrossFitters. You see, you know what I'm. Oh, about? where they just they can't have a conversation yeah. with anybody without bringing something up. Like, hey, hey, have I told you about? And then you're just like, Jesus well, Christ! Or they're going to be here like, we go. Like when it's when it's when things do kind of return to normal. Like they're going to be the ones to be like, yeah. I never got vaxxed. Did you? I didn't. And I made it. I'm still here. You know, like those. I don't like the whole I told you so mentality. Anyway, like even if like. Well, that's all those people who did their research. No, but what I mean to say is, is like you've got a hot kettle on the stove, right? And you tell someone like, yo, don't touch that or you're going to, you could burn your hand and then you go and you touch it and you're like, ah, fuck. And you really burn yourself. And that guy goes, uh, I told you so rather they're, than, they're are a, you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like they're a hundred percent right. They were right. Like, Hey, that pot was hot and my dumb ass went and touched it. Okay. Hey, shame on me. I'm an idiot, but you're a douche. <laughs> you're a douche. Even when you're correct, you're correct. And it's like, I told you so what makes it even worse for me with this is, if you happen to not get get like i don't mean regular young healthy people because for the most part most of them nothing happened to but if you're one of those people who say is 65 and were lucky enough to maybe not lose a loved one not get sick yourself and if you did get sick maybe it wasn't serious and you pretty much came through it relatively unscathed purely by chance or whatever. And then you look around and you're like, Oh, you got, you're one of those sheep that got vaccinated because your doctor told you so. <laughs> well, I, oh, uh, now I told you so. And it's like, no, 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 you didn't really tell me. So you kind of got a little lucky mm-hmm. and a little fortunate and you're a little blessed. It's not like you were hundred percent, right? You, kind of you know by by happenstance happen to be right where there's plenty of people in your exact same situation who did the exact same thing as you and did not come out smelling like a rose so it's like double annoying being an i told you so guy fucking you're a fucking asshole five but if you're an i told you so guy and it's on it's on like a false pretense you're like a double asshole yeah well you know here's the other thing i expect out of that crowd and not to just go on that one crowd because we'll get to the other ones too but um 
like the whole like uh, moving forward with uh, we kind of talked about this off air earlier like moving forward with like the like mandates like these people were like when the vaccine mandate came along which i understand to be a way of preventing more than the 5.2 5.62 million people who have died from this like more people dying right so that's why we that's why you would assume they have a vaccine mandate is to protect mitigate the, mitigate, mitigate and protect yeah, yeah the masses but then you'll have these people who the anti-mask anti-vaxxers going like this is how it all begins this is how it all begins they take this away from you they put a mask on your face next thing they tell you uh you can't go to church anymore you know like <laughs> you know what i mean it's like and they're, they're that's how it begins people but you know what i find ironic the same people that are going like that's how it begins it begins with the mask and next thing you know, you're standing behind an iron wall. You know, you're standing behind a, a concrete curtain. They're the same ones that when the Patriot Act came out, when they said they could tap phone calls, they're the same ones that were going, point. I got nothing to hide. You can, yeah. you hey, can what's the problem? My, you can listen to my hey. phone calls all day. I'm an American. Oh, oh, you don't like it? What are you trying to hide? Yeah, exactly. Well, you got some terrorist skeletons in your closet? What's going on? Now, if you um, ask me, yeah. that's how it all begins. <laughs> yeah, we talked about too. Um, we talked about the whole. Uh, so my boss, and um, not that he listens or knows who I am, if he is listening. Um, but honestly, even if he was sitting here, he 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 be we'd be going at it because we we argue about it. Good dude, but his whole thing is like um, he's anti-vaccine until my my work just mandated it. So at work. Um, I've got like two more weeks and at my job and the people who aren't vaccinated, they need to be vaccinated or they face termination. So he was all anti-vax until they said that. And now he's like, well, I'm not fucking losing my job. So he's getting vaccinated. But we were talking about the issue and he was like, damn, uh, uh, Dell, um, <laughs> you got boosted. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well you would. I was like, what? Fuck, fuck off, man. What are you talking about? And, you know, he's giving me a hard time. He's like, oh, so you got your first booster. How many are you going to get? Oh, you're going to get 20? How many boosts? I was like, I, no, I, I don't. I, you know, he's got me backpedaling. He's got me against the ropes. He's got me against the ropes. And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm not 20. He's like, oh, well, well, give me a number. He's one of these guys. Give me a number. 10? Is 10 enough? Oh my I was like, God. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't. I'm not thinking about it. I don't know. He's like, well, see, that's the problem. That's the problem with you people. Total You're begins. not thinking. You're not thinking about it. I was like, all right, dude, listen. I, I'm i not a doctor, okay? And I, I went to the doctor, and he fucking told me, hey, man, you should get a vaccine. And I was like, uh, okay, because you're a fucking doctor, and I, when you tell me to lower my cholesterol, I take your word for it, and I lower my – I I do what you sell, tell me to do because you're the fucking doctor. Otherwise, I wouldn't go. I If you – I respect it, man. You don't like your doctor. You don't think we should be, you know, told by a doctor what to do. Then don't, don't go to a doctor. But he's like, well, you know, those doctors, man, they got their pockets lined by big pharma. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ, man. Like, where does it end? Like, I'll, I'll tell you where it ends, man. I, if, if our tune, our listeners stay tuned in for the um, dickhead of the day, I have the I have the the line in the sand for dickhead of the day today when we get to it. Well, that's what that's that that, that line in the sand thing we were talking like. Um, there are people who I, I respect 
and they'll say something like they'll just pick something. It seems so random. Like I have a problem with the vaccine because um, I don't know, you know, like we, there's not enough long term studies and we we don't know the effects. And it's and you remember when it wasn't FDA approved? Remember when the, before the vaccine got was FDA approved? They were saying like, well, you're going to put that in your body. It's not even FDA approved. And like you and I both know, like growing up, going to gyms, all of the crazy shit yeah. that's not FDA approved that people put in their bodies. And they're fine with that. Yeah. So it's like, well, because it's their choice. Oh, I, I get it. But even before anybody even mentioned a mandate, yeah, it was like, are you going to get vaccinated or not? And the people immediately were like, well, no, I'm not getting out. I'm putting that shit in my body. I don't know what that. And I respect that. I, I do. But when you just go so hardcore against the people, like if you choose to not get the vaccine, hey, man, I get, there's different things up there. You could we could have another discussion about that. But if you tell me you don't want to get the vaccine and you're like, hey, I, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to because I'm just not comfortable with it. Hey, just stop it there. And then I promise I'll stop at. Well, I, I want to get the vaccine because there's certain things that make me comfortable and I and I, I think it's the right thing to do for me. If we can have that discussion, I'm cool. Yeah. Fine. But when you become this like, I don't want to get the vaccine and let me tell you why you're a fucking asshole and a sheep and a moron. Forget like then then immediately like I'm pulling back, being like, no, stop it. Just stop. Well, these are also the same people who let's say a hypothetical scenario, the whole world was able to get vaccine, but the United States couldn't. Okay. And go on. And so like the rest of the world is seeing a diminish in hospitalizations and deaths, but the United oh, okay, States yeah. can't get the vaccine and people are still dying and the, the hospitals are packed. Right. Those same people who are going like, I won't put that shit in my body. They would be, they would be fighting tooth and nail clawing over the corpses of their relatives to try to get a vaccine. Good point. Imagine it, if the vaccine was something like, uh, I don't know, oil. Yeah, because we... And the only way be, we could get it is to invade a country. <laughs> exactly. Because we were first and we were the first ones to come up, like, you know, to get all access to, to and make it easy access. They don't want it. But if you couldn't get it, they'd want it. I said American yeah. mentality. So, um, well, okay, though. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to address the other side of that coin. The other side of that coin are the people who also annoy the shit out of me that always want the quick fix, easy out. Yeah. Quick fix, easy out. Oh, uh, let, let, all right. COVID is scary. It's killed 5 million people. It's killed like almost 900,000 people, I think, in the United States. I haven't checked the numbers. Is that where we're at? Like we're damn near... Uh, 900,000 in the I US think. uh yeah, check I'll that out I, I hope I'm uh 875 totally look at that and I look think, at I that think there's 3,000 today or, or this week or something so okay so let's just call it 900 for easy math so at 900,000 people in the US were oh, 5 million you believe those numbers those numbers are fake <laughs> okay. anytime okay. somebody dies in a hospital they write it down as COVID all right you know what I grant you that <laughs> So I'm going to just, let's just make it an easier number. 450,000 people have died. Uh, okay. Half. That's a yeah, lot. Thanks to Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you buying up all that farmland, Bill Gates? What are you trying to hide? Um, so 
let's just say 500,000 people, half a million people have died in the U.S. It's fucking scary, okay? At this point, a lot of people know someone who has died or someone who has a family member that's died. It, 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 it's scary. So you, it's natural to be scared. But what drives me nuts are the people who force their unreasonable fear like yeah, they're, they're, they're scared exaggerated unreasonable fear onto other people so again let me let me let me hash this out before people get fucking pissed that I'm being like the the conservatives are already mad to what I just said but yeah. before the fucking progressives get mad at me here what i mean is is that i respect that this is really scary i respect that it, people have dis- a different emotional response to different things like something like jumping out of an airplane and going skydiving might not be scary to you, but it's, it's devastatingly frightening to me. We have different perceptions of the same thing. So this COVID thing that everyone's experiencing at the same time, you're going to have this wide range of how people perceive it. And there's going to be people who are really, really scared of it. And I get that. Everybody look, both people are scared of it. They just present differently. Right. right. So, but if you're one of those people who are presenting as like, really really scared and you've got your your three masks yeah. on with a plastic shield you haven't left your house and everything fine mm-hmm. i honestly the same way i respect the people who choose like look i don't want to get a vaccine okay if, if i find okay like i'm not going to argue with you over it if that's who you are fine don't be a dick about it it's the same with the people who are super scared about everything Look, you are really, really scared, and I respect that too. But do not project that unreasonable perception of the same thing that I'm experiencing onto me. Don't judge me. Don't give me a hard time about something just because you're having a hard time dealing with it. Like, you, it, it's like I, I remember I used to live in um, I used to live out west where we had earthquakes, uh-huh. and I didn't realize it until I went through my first earthquake that there's a thing inside human beings where people who have never experienced an earthquake experience their first one and it like sets off a a reaction in your brain and you're fucking petrified and you don't want to come out of your house and you don't even know you're scared of it until you go through your first one and it's like god just shook the fucking earth and you're like oh my god and you're petrified you're power Look, you're powerless yeah and i think there's something in your primal brain that gets switched on and some people go oh my god I have no control over anything and it scares the shit out of me. Fine. But if you feel that way, I, any reasonable, rational, compassionate person will go, Hey man, cool. We're get, we'll get through this. But if you're the person that's scared and you're sitting on your balcony, screaming at everybody else for walking around outside, taking normal precautions, acting like most of the normal population and you're a prick and you're out there, screaming at people at airplanes and all that, like just stop it. Stop being that way too, because you're the same, you're the same yeah. radical part of a, of a coin that nobody wants. Nobody wants those assholes that think COVID is made up and nobody wants the assholes that yell at everybody for not wearing four masks, a plastic shield and getting nine vaccinations. Like what, what I you see, guys are all crazy. They're both those those two people are the most scared of the scared. And what, 100%. what I find funny is, is that the ones, you know, the ones that are triple masking, you know, they're scared. And but the ones that are saying it's all fake are completely scared, but they're in denial and they present mm-hmm. 
as being big chested and saying it doesn't scare me, which is why I think that irritates me a little bit more, to be honest with you. I'm not taking a, yeah. I don't want to take a side here because, yeah, obviously people who are like triple masking and, uh, you know, walking down the street in the open air and then they see somebody like 20 feet away that doesn't have a mask on. And then walk in traffic. And they like start get off the sidewalk and, and they get in the street. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. But, but I find it more. I find it more annoying to me personally when I see somebody deep in denial and accusing you of something because they're in denial and they're scared. Yeah, I just see both of them doing the same thing. I just yeah. see both of them feeling the need to try and it, it like feels good if you can know that other people are the same as you. So if you're this big, boisterous, loud jerk and you maybe subconsciously think that like, oh, I don't know if they agree with me. So I'm gonna be real loud and yell at them and try and insult them into feeling it and like a shaming them into being on my side. Or like I'm I'm wearing my masks and I'm out in public and I'm like, you know, avoiding people, but like, you know, exaggerating it. I, I, I'm judging them too. It's like both people are just, overly judgmental and they want people on their side they want people to to agree with them they want to feel right. like 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 yeah they need they're a, not wrong they need they need they need someone to coddle them they essentially need, they need a like, team yeah you'd be like yeah we agree you're okay so you're uh, right ultimately the, i think the point of this with uh, uh our our suggestion of doing this was to talk about where things are headed possibly so having said everything what do you think well having said everything we said I think it's be a conglomeration and a combination of, of just a struggle for a while because it's not going to go away. It's going to keep changing and mutating, and we're going to just live with this kind of like the flu, or you know, for lack of better example, because yeah. it's not exactly it's not the same thing as the flu. But you know, even they just found another variant in the United States that came over from England, and they're saying What's it's it like called? Omicron. Uh, it's called like B two A or something, but they're calling it Omicron Stealth. Because it's because it's not being picked up on any of the fucking tests. Sounds scarier. So I'm like, well, how do you know that they had it then? Is it black? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it's um, it's stealth black ops, uh, Omicron. But yeah, so I mean, so it's it's going to be there. It's, but I think the way we deal with it's going to shift and change, and eventually, you know, through uh, through vaccine and through. Uh, just getting it and you know having natural immunity and whatnot uh it's going to become we'll slowly gradually get back to quote unquote normal but it's like the argument you had with your mom like nothing will ever be the same you've made a vow to not argue anymore like you're changed so ah good point i think i like that yeah i wasn't thinking about that yeah i think everybody's going to be changed because of this they're gonna deal with people differently they're gonna deal with scenarios differently they're gonna uh, accept jobs or, or walk away from jobs or have a chip ah. on their shoulder for a long time. Like if you apply for a job and, and you walk in and it has, and there's, there's an air of like triple mask, like, Oh, these people were triple maskers in the day. Ah, you, you. you might be like, I don't want to work for this fucking company, you know, or vice versa. Yeah. Or you walk in and, and, and it's a, and, and, and you were, you're wearing a, like, even if it's now, right? Like it's pretty, pretty recent in the near future. And you walk in wearing a mask and you feel like you're being judged because everyone walking around in your in that company, no one's wearing a mask. 
and they're like looking at you like, oh God. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what's interesting is that not just COVID, but COVID on top of uh, politics in the past five years mm-hmm. has really has like no other time in the history of my life has really right. allowed people to show what they're made of. And so like I never in my life would have really prior to this whole Trump era, I would have not judged somebody based on uh, who they voted for. I wouldn't have done that. Right. You know, right. I wouldn't have been like, oh, you know, you're you're a Reagan person. All right, cool, whatever. I'm sure we can get get along on certain things. There's there's, a, there's still a middle aisle somewhere. But once I, I, I have to admit, once I found out that people voted for Trump a second time, let's say, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know what kind of like you're a certain kind of person that would do that. There's only a certain kind of person that after the first four years would still want to vote for that person. Like there's something to that. And and the same thing kind of goes along, I think, with this whole COVID thing where it's like whether you're a masker, an anti-masker or whatever it is, there's a certain capacity to your being that like we, we've all shown our ass in the past five years in some way. I think you're right. I mean, I think I think that is a valid generalization. Of course, you're going to have that, you know, outlier outside the bell curve. Sure. Absolutely. But um, bell curve it is. Going to, but but the bell curve is a bell curve for a reason. You know, what's strange is um, I think back to my grandfather and growing up, he was so, he's so one of the things that if you ask me to describe him, um, he's he's passed away. But if you wanted me to describe him, I would say he was one of the things would be he was so pro-America. I mean, he was he was a World War Two guy. Yeah. So. But he's so pro-America. It was like he would say once a month, like, you know, this is the greatest country in the world. He was so proud of it. And he had like a couple pieces of art in the basement that were like, you know, an eagle with a flag. Or he actually got a mailbox at one point and the mailbox was a flag. But that wasn't weird because I knew that that was like what he was into. And I remember he gave me a pocket watch and the pocket watch had a had an eagle on it. And it was just, he was just like that. Like it wasn't anything political. It had no undertone to it other than I served in the Air Force and the United States is the greatest country in the world. Well, now what's weird is that symbology has been, um, I don't know what the word is. Like it now, is, if you look at it, it's pretty safe to bet if someone's, driving around in a pickup truck with um you know like the back window of the pickup truck you can see through it but from yeah, the back yeah, it's like it, yeah mm-hmm. yeah it'd be like see, imagine if it was like a big american flag uh-huh i know like exactly you, you could yeah you can start to that starts to make you kind of get an idea of like if that guy's like say 40 years old and you look at him and you're like oh like he's a young and he's got a beard. Yeah. Like and I'm being yep. totally generic yep. right now. Baseball hat, whatever. And a and, and a baseball hat. And I'm not even Oakley's saying a MAGA whatever. I, I'm not saying a MAGA hat, but he's got like monsters, monster, you know, Oakley, the monster yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oakley Monsters and driving a pickup truck. Operator beard. Oversimplifies much- everything. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, no. like, it it it's the same as like 
that symbology of the pickup truck and 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 this American flag, which used to just be kind of like down home hillbilly. Maybe you're from Indiana and you grew up on a farm, but like it wasn't so overt. It wasn't so aggressive. And now if you saw my grandfather's mailbox being an American flag or you came into the house and didn't see a, an old man, a nice old man, and you saw that he had some artwork on the wall and it was like an eagle, you, you could be led to believe that, you know, I'm not saying he ended, he, I'm not saying he was at the Capitol on January 6th, but you could be led to believe that maybe he's a sympathizer. And again, that's a way over generalization, but there's some truth in what I'm saying. And that has been created over the last, like you said, whatever, four, five, six years. Yeah, because everything's become so easy. Look, I mean, your grandfather, I mean, and I could go into the whole psychology of, you know, him being a World War II vet. And I'm actually reading a book right now, which I'm not going to get into, but it's mind-blowing. And it, it deals with the, the Issei and the Nisei in this country during World War II. Uh, the Japanese internment camps and all that stuff and the way people looked at Japanese in this country. And I mean, like it's mind blowing everybody that thinks they know something right now and uses like Hitler as an example to make their point about vaccines should read this fucking book and realize what has happened in our own country. But anyway, I digress. Your grandfather is a proud American because he fought for this country. And also in that same vein of like, coping mechanism probably lost a lot of friends in the war like my grandfather did and you have to you have to do something with that all that pain and anguish because there was no PTSD help back then so you turn it into something and say I fought for a belief I fought for my country it's the greatest country in the world I stand for that whatever now in the past five years you don't have to represent fight or do anything you can sit behind your keyboard clickety clackety clack and be right about everything and symbolize it like much the way they stole and bastardized the Punisher symbol, which I can't even wear anymore. I used to have, you know me, I used to have all kinds of Punisher clothing because growing up it was my favorite comic book character. Can't wear it anymore because all those assholes who put it on their truck, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, I'm a 2A guy. Like, how many, yeah, or, or how many like, and I'm not saying they're all this way, but like cops, cops who, um, put a punisher um logo yeah like punisher skull yeah on their outer vest like their vet their plate carrier and at one point it was probably cool but then somehow it got hijacked by all the macho asshole cops so bad in fact and this is this is what my point is to your point so bad in fact that Marvel Comics, in the comics, I think they have or they said they're going to change the Punisher symbol now because they don't want it to represent those assholes. So those assholes have 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 assimilated that into their culture so much that Marvel Comics doesn't want to have anything to do with them anymore and they have to change their brand, basically. So, yeah, it, so the same thing, essentially, like you said, is kind of happening almost like with the American flag in in a way, you know, in a sad way where it's like, geez, I don't, I, 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 I have a sweatshirt that says USA on it. And I, I'm like, if I wear that out now, are people going to be like, oh, 
He's one of them. Yes. My wife has a USA hockey sweatshirt that we got up in... Uh, I mean, hockey's not... If it just said USA, I mean, hockey... No, it, it just says USA, but you have to know... Oh. Like, if you don't know that it's the USA hockey way of saying USA... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just says USA. But it's... You know, we got it at the fucking uh, Lake Placid, and it, it, it it's a USA hockey shirt, but a sweatshirt... But she was wearing it tonight, and I actually thought that. I was like, I didn't say anything, and it was like a microsecond thought. Mm-hmm. But my wife is wearing this. My wife. USA. My wife <laughs> is uh, is wearing a USA sweatshirt, and it's a part of me goes, oh, wow. Isn't that weird? Like, you remember back in, in 2000? or t- I'm sorry, 2001? Everybody from all walks of life were proud to put, like, an American flag up, and all it meant was... Like, I, I support the United States. Well, I think what it means now is that we realize we ha- we re- we're realizing our deep-seated problems as a country, and we're not really proud of some of that stuff. You know, that's that's really what it is. And and again, people who want to claim it as their sta- their symbol are not necessarily the best people to be claiming that as the representation of our country. And it's a little embarrassing. You know what I mean? It is weird when you got these guys who are like, like we like, all know, like the word patriot. Like, yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? How they that, bastardized like, that word. It doesn't mean the same thing anymore. No, and and it's strange that, like, I was looking at um, garage gyms, and people like show their different designs for garage gyms. And what I noticed is a lot of people have like a small flag hanging in their garage gym. And I thought, oh, that's cool. That looks cool. Like a plain flag. It wasn't like a like a thin red line or a thin blue line or just a regular American flag. I was like, man, that looks cool. And I thought when I was like looking at it, I was like, man, I remember in college, like a lot of the dorms during 9-11 had, an, had a, a flag hanging on the wall. I was like, that was cool. That, it reminded me of that. Yeah. But then I think about some of the people who have flagpoles in their yard and hang a a flag, which is fine, and then they hang a don't tread on me oh, yeah. sign, which is fine in, in and of itself. And then they have put a – and I'm trying to think of them. I'm spitballing here. like A, a, a Pro 2A thing, which in and of itself – fine but the problem is is like you start to add all that together and you can pretty much unfortunately guess some of the other things that they're they're fine with and some of the people like i think it what bothers me is they like to play play army oh yeah dress the part of a soldier they want to wear the operator beard they want to do all that kind of stuff and well that's what i'm saying about the if you serve do it yeah if you serve then that's like hey man you do your thing. I I don't have a word. I don't. Have, I have nothing to say to you. Yeah. But we all know the people who like the to. It's Halloween all year. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Is the difference between your grandfather essentially and these past five years? Like, your your grandfather had something to represent with all of his heart and anguish or whatever he went through, yeah. and, and and these people, uh, I don't want to say they don't, but they're uh, it's a lot. A lot don't. Some do. 
But a lot don't. And unfortunately, the ones who don't are the loud ones that are causing problems. Exactly. The ones calling themselves um, patriots. Anyway. And what bothers me, too, is the those guys are such pains in the asses that they have given power to the pains in the asses on the other side Absolutely. that I can't stand. Absolutely. And now I look at them and I'm like, you, you spineless, snivelly little jackasses. Mm-hmm. But what bothers me is that their problem with those guys is like, like, how do you, it's like, well, there's, I mean, the whole genuine, me, and then there's those jackasses and these jackasses. And I hate that. I agree with those jackasses about those jackasses. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like, the whole January 6th thing through fucking, you know, uh, yeah. gas on that whole divide because it's like people yeah. decided if they didn't already pick a side it's like now they're really picking a side and it's like it just made all of that worse isn't that unbelievable like when you think you had all those assholes that are going around burning the cities down right mm-hmm. bunch of fucking losers playing war dressing in black bunch of kids with no jobs just destroying property because they just have nothing else better to do and it was like during a pandemic too of course yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yet while all the while giving other people a hard time for not observing the pandemic the way they felt they should. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it used to drive me nuts that even though 99% of the population looked at those people as assholes, there was a group of people who were like always sympathetic to them. And I was like, how could you like, are you out of your mind? Like, how could you be sympathetic to these losers who are just burning Portland down and all this stuff? And then out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but, you get these other assholes who claim to be patriots, who claim to love this country, who claim to be all about law and order, who claim to, you know, and they go and do that. And I'm like, oh, oh, great. Now we have a brand new group of people that I fucking hate. Yeah. Yeah. Who are no better. Yeah. And they hate each other. And it's, uh, it's, and I think. It's, it's, that it's been it was made worse made worse by the pandemic so there I, re, I say all that to say that life after the pandemic yeah as I look to it through rose-colored glasses I believe that as it dissipates into something that we'll continue to deal with but you know like you said natural immunity vaccinated immunity and the mutated variants becoming relatively less devastating. I believe that some order will be restored to the force. I, 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 I want to believe that. I want to believe that these fringes will go back. Will the, they'll recede back to the fringes not and get further away from the center. Yeah. And be less, imp- I mean, less, apparent as far as far as pandemic related stuff goes i'd like to agree with you but i think so much of the damage is done with with, in the political spectrum as well because of the pandemic on top of that that i think that we're in trouble there um the interesting thing would be to assess that from the rest of the world standpoint like if you're in another country listening to this i'd like to hear what Mm. you think about how your country i mean like let's let's face it like india is going to be a different recovery than Israel versus Japan versus England. You know what I mean? Like each country is going to have its own process of recovery. Ours is what it is because we have so many problems, but as a nation, but, um, 
other nations have problems which are based on they never they didn't get enough vaccine or uh, their economy might be in a worse shape than ours because of what happened or, you know, all these different uh, a- aspects of what it means. I, I don't know when yeah, travel, yeah. you know, if we're traveling again, when we can start doing that, you know, when we feel comfortable to go to certain countries and, and, and also not just like going to certain countries, but like going to the country and actually being able to experience the country. Well, spend your money. Yeah. I mean, think about um, like nobody's worried about France because France is not a third world country and France gets a massive amount of money in its tourism, but it also has a self-sustaining economy where think about like the Caribbean nations that are poor, but get a massive amount of money from like they're poor, but beautiful. So like Jamaica. Yeah. Well, if you shut down the ability to travel or you give people a reason to fear travel or any of that kind of stuff, one, you're going to devastate the economy of that country. And two, the people who live in that country are going to be forced to and willing to take more risks and be less safe because they just out of sheer necessity, they have to live. So they're going to be doing shit that people like us uh, in the US, like my wife, she can work from home. I mean, my wife, she can work from, she worked from home during most of the pandemic. She's back to work now. But like, if you're working in one of those countries and you're relying heavily on the tourism industry, you're not working from home. So I think life after the pandemic obviously would be very different from them. But also there's some countries like Australia, right? Who they're, they, they have sets of problems that we don't have because their government went so hard. Yeah. And, and, we can kind of see what it looks like. Like people here were afraid that like our government was going to do. That's Jesus how it Christ, all begins. L- yeah, but <laughs> it's not. Look at the way it is over there. Yeah. And you can see like, like that's nuts. I mean, that they really, they really went hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and they're going to have a different recovery. Canada's going to have a different recovery. I mean, so I think it'll be interesting. I don't know how long. What do you say? 20 years from now? 20 years from now to look back and have the written history of 20 years of recovery from 2020 to 2040? Well, you know what's interesting? History used to be written by the victors. And that's one of the reasons why I always find history history fascinating. If you won the war, if you won the battle, you got, yeah, to, you write, got to write you, the book. You got to write the book. Yep. Um, but it's not really like that anymore. So losers are writing books about the history that they want you to 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 remember or you know so it'll be interesting because there's going to be a lot of stuff in the next 5 years 10 years where one side's going we did the right thing and here's why and the other side's going to be going you did the wrong thing and here's why and and you know we'll have to sift through that data and and make a a rational edu- person would sift ed- through that data educated guess yeah. sure but, and, but yeah, you're, you're right. You were surrounded by people who want to be told. Yeah. And, and they want to, they, they want their confirmation bias, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get away from that. That's been the case since the more you have access to media, the more you, like I sent you that story and, and I, you know, I, I like what you said about that, about how they they, they didn't differentiate. So let me, let me backtrack. 
I read a really interesting story in the New York Times, which is obviously heavily slanted towards one side. I mean, they're the New York Times, but they're also it's like arguably one best newspaper in the world. I mean, like it's definitely up there. And they wrote this really good article about the two uh, the two very different sides of the COVID coin. The it, it was really this interesting take on how the majority um, of the anti-vax, anti-mask Republicans have this very unrealistic uh, non-fear of COVID when they're traditionally older and they should fear it and they don't. And then the problems that are associated with that. And then you have the younger portion of the population, which traditionally lean left and are they're younger and healthier and shouldn't have as much of a fear of the of the of covid but do and then all of the things that are associated with that and it was very interesting and a very fair look i think at both sides um though they did miss like like you said they didn't really talk about how a lot of the um righties the the republicans are in the rural areas of the country and right. a lot of the democrats young are in the urban centers you're right. right but i think as a whole it was a very very interesting article the reason i bring this up is is that i had to take the time to go through and look at the new york times and be like oh that's really in, an interesting take and then i shared it with big dog and dutch here and then the three of us though we only texted a little bit about it we, we could talk and, and and be like oh and dutch was like well yeah what about the rural america though and how it's pretty much saturated with republicans and oh yeah that's a really interesting point but you know th there's a difference there though about the nuanced conversation that we had as reasonable people looking at this as opposed to like what dutch said where you get this confirmation bias where I'm going to find an article that I know is going to say the stuff I already believe and I'm only going to send it to the people who I know are only going to validate my opinion because that feels good. And that that's the problem. Like, yeah, th that's where, you know, history written by your team and you only share it with the guys who agree with your side. You know, what are you learning? Well, let me ask you this then. Where where do you think this is? Jan we're at the end of January. Where do you think we're going to be six months from now, like in July, mid mid year, mid year with this? I think um, I, on, I I truly believe that the numbers will continue to go down. Vaccinations will slowly rise as we see the vaccination rate will slowly rise as we see more and more companies mandating it. So by natural selection, the majority of reasonable people will be like, I don't want to lose my job. So they're going to get vaccinated. Some people never will. But luckily for them, the variants, however, we, however many come by by the time July comes, maybe two more, traditionally will mutate and be less aggressive. So numbers will go down. It'll also be the summer. More people will be outside. Numbers will go down. We'll get again. We'll get a pretty low number, low death rate. We'll get comfortable, <laughs> and we'll get and we'll yes, and like exactly. You saw the look on my face. Yep. We're gonna get comfortable, like we always do, just like we did. And then it will, as the as the winter months start, the colder months start to come. Mm -hmm. As people a go new back variant inside, will pop up. 
a new <laughs> variant comes, we will see a spike. The spike will be lower than it was at the same time the year before. And I think that's, I think that is what's going to happen until it's like we're in rough seas and the storm is subsiding, but it doesn't mean that there's not still waves. Yeah. And it's going to be a while until we get a glass, a glassy sea again. Um, but I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, I continue to be optimistic about it because I think it's, it, it's inevitable that things will return back to normal. Human beings will be dumb. We will forget about all this stuff. Our, our generation. Okay. Which from like meaning the COVID generation, those who remember going through COVID will get older and we will continue to have this sort of conscious subconscious understanding and appreciation of life and disease and what can happen. And then the younger generation that was born after COVID is going to come up, not going to respect it as much. We're going to look at them and we're going to say, you guys don't know what it's like. And they're going to be like, ah, these fucking old people. Okay, here we go. You know? And I, it's just going to be, I, I think it's, it, it'll be a cycle like that. Yeah. That, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah, I think um, I agree with you for the most part. Um, I do think there's going to be some pushback on, um, on um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, getting uh, your booster. I think there's going to start to be a little bit of pushback on boosters because, as more studies show, the booster's not as effective against Omicron, and until they come out with a different booster to be more effective against Omicron, like a different vaccine. Yeah, like you know, like yeah, every year, exactly. The flu vaccine is not the same, right? right? Like right. I'm so I'm seriously I'm ignorant. Like my my understanding is is that when I got like I got my flu shot this year, it's not the same flu shot as last year. No, it's a, but it's based on, and, and and to be honest with you, I didn't get mine this year, and the reason why is because you're an anti-vaxer and, and afraid of of science. No, because I kind of yeah. think that yours is is pretty useless. Be and you're I'll, fucking useless. I'll tell you why because. The, the flu vaccine is ba- it's it's based on a prediction of what they right. think the virus will be for the year. They have no fucking clue at this point what the flu is going to be this year. I mean, how could they? They don't know what it was last year because everybody was just thinking about COVID. So they're not prepared. I, you know, I mean, look, we can argue that. That's a different point. But I do think in the fall when numbers start to come back up and they start talking about vaccines again and possibly wearing masks inside – I think you're going to get some some upheaval from the the one side of people, you know, the writer, more right wing side of people going like, fuck this. We're not doing it again. Also, I think a lot of that's contingent upon, unfortunately, what happens in the midterms uh, this year, voting wise, as far as the House goes oh. and stuff like that. Well, don't you think, though, that don't you think it's going to be annoying has as time goes on? The argument against the vaccine will get stronger. The- That's exactly the point I was making about these in the but- beginning with the people who are going like, I made it this far. It's no big deal because Omicron's not as potent as the yeah, original. They forget already. What I mean, though, is, is that those people, as they get older, new people are going to be like, adopting that mindset because whatever, because of their family, because of their background, because of where what side they're on and then they are going to have this idea 
based upon a relatively, people I said relatively, weak virus. And they're going to be like, I can't believe all you bitches got vaccinated back in 2020. You guys are a bunch of pussies. This thing isn't shit. I'm not getting vaccinated. It's like, don't even start. Well, like, you don't fucking get it. Like, I think that there needs to be, I mean, also education in this country is sorely lacking. And if when you take health ed class in school, they tell you about like, oh yeah, here's what polio looked like. Here's what fucking... Which they never did. No, they don't show you people with like deformities and like they need to start doing that and going like, here's polio. Here's what the vaccine did. Here's syphilis. Here's what the vaccine did. Here's all these things and here's what the vaccine did. And if there's education on it, but again, we're bastardizing our education system like with this. Uh, that's a whole nother topic about what we I, I will just, and will not yeah. teach. But my issue is just that I respect the fact that like, like dude, nobody cared, really. Nobody cared until now whether or not people got the flu vaccine. Like people said something. Like I remember being like, I remember, you know, I have little kids and they don't like shots. So the reason I told them that it was really important to get a flu shot is because grandma's 95. Right. And she's getting her flu shot to protect herself. And we're getting our flu shot to protect her. Yeah. Like, well, that's my big I'm beef. Not, it, it, so that I was saying that I was like, you can still get the flu. Even if you get the flu vaccine, grandma can still get the flu. Even if she gets the flu vaccine. But if you get the vaccine and she gets a vaccine, one, it reduces the chances you're going to get it. And two, it makes you more resilient if you do get it to get through it without any serious injury. And But even knowing all that, yeah, nobody gave a fuck. Like I never – how many times in, in all the years I've known you have you and I ever had any sort of, of, of important conversation over a cigar or anything about, hey, man, did you get the flu vaccine? Right. You'd have been like, nah. And I'd have been like, oh, okay. And then that would have been it. Like, cause it just didn't matter. And I think that this is, will end up like that eventually. And yeah. people will forget and look back and be like, I can't believe, uh, you fucking, whatever they're going to call us, uh, uh, Gen Xers made, and, and millennials made such a big deal out of the vaccine. Like, like that's going to piss me off. Well, I'm going to be that old angry guy yelling at these young kids. Like, you just don't remember how it was. You well, don't know. Also the, some of that's going to be politics too, because if the Democrats win the election, win the White House again in, in for three years, yeah. they'll probably come up with something called COVID Remembrance Day. <laughs> so yeah. that we never forget the 5.6 million people who died of, of COVID. You know what I mean? And then it'll be yeah. ingrained in society because they did. Well, if the Republicans do it, they'll, they'll completely wash it out of existence as if it never happened. The only thing that they'll say is, is that we had a great president who came up with uh, pro, uh, uh, warp speed to get a, get us a vaccine, which we don't need. You know, what isn't I mean? that funny? Yeah. Wasn't that funny? Well, it's funny. Like What's funny like is watching these, these, these right wingers scramble now because they're at odds with Trump. Um, but he's, the damage is already done. He's already, he's already, like misshapen and mismalformed their brains to be like truth speakers and all this stuff like that. But now they're like, they're disgruntled with him because he's saying like the vaccine's good. I came up with it. I'm boosted. Everybody should be boosted. He goes, but it's still your choice. But so now they're like kind of at odds with him, but they're still like, they're still, he's created this subsect of like being 
mental being that exists, but they're I see it happening. They're slowly drifting from most him. of the important politicians that we know on both sides of the aisle are vaccinated. Oh yeah, and they won't admit it. Some of them, no, because they don't want to lose the idiot constituency that they have. Right. So, what's crazy is, is that it's wild that Trump did something positive about trying to push this vaccine the way he did, and how it's lauded by the right who support him as this great thing. Yet, they have to be so f- careful about how much they applaud it without praising the vaccine when they're not supposed to be for the vaccine. Yeah, I think I think part of the reason Isn't that weird like Yeah. <laughs> I think part of the reason again why Trump is is saying like uh it's good now is because if he's going to run again, he's looking for things to say, look, I did it. I did look what this amazing thing I did when I was in office before. And also I think he does realize that the the anti-vaxxers are sort of becoming the minority when it comes to um, how people perceive the virus at this point. You know what sure. I mean? Sure, and, and it was only a matter of time mm-hmm. until that was true because they're quacks. They were quacks. I mean, we did a whole podcast on them before before COVID even came out. I mean- Everybody has, for since the beginning of time, well, not the beginning of time. That was an overstatement. That's some hyperbole. <laughs> since since Jesus has thought of anti-vaxxers as like, come on, like, what are you talking about? I mean, my sister-in-law gave us so. I've, I think I already mentioned this. It gave us so much shit and was so judgmental about us because we gave our kids the chickenpox uh, vaccine, and she's like. Like she tried to Trump, I say that word, but she tried to like one up us by like, oh, oh, let me ask you this. Did you get the chicken pox vaccine? And I was like, no. She's like, well, okay. and you're fine. Yeah, I, like, I might get it, shingles somewhere down the line. Yes, though. it didn't exist. And what do you think? My mom is a, is a moron. If it did exist, she'd have fucking given it to me because she's not an asshole. What yeah. are you talking about? She doesn't want me to get shingles and go fucking blind. Like, now, because us that it wasn't around now, when we turn 60, we have to get a shingles vaccine. Yeah. A shingles shot. Yeah. Do you know who doesn't have to? My fucking kids. Because right. they're never going to get chicken pox. Like, what are you talking about? Right. And so those people have always been jackasses. So it's just a matter of time until any group that houses the anti-vaxxers start to look around the house and go, all right, guys, it's time for you to you've overstayed. It's time to get the fuck out. Yeah. You guys are crazy. You know? Well, speaking of crazy, um, crazy. Can we get, can we get that sound? We can talk about like something crazy this week, and we have him be like, "It's crazy." When did I? am trying to think when we'll he actually it. says it. He might have said it. He never pu- said it, and we just said yeah. It. It, I think he might have said it in Pumping Iron. Somewhere. It's crazy. You know, sometimes people look at me and think that what I do is strange. Sometimes they think it's strange. strange. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I think this one I think we need to go with this sound for for this segment Um, truly a dickhead of the week and here we go strike to claim it a strike to claim it and he got it it. that is why I did it at number 5 are you kidding me that's right 
Yeah, so he went, he went he went right from there to hosting the Bill O'Reilly show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another sound I could have used. How are they not the same person? That's fucking Bill O'Reilly as a pro bowler before he took over that show, oh. the O'Reilly Factor. They're the same guy. Yeah. So so my dickhead of the week, no surprise, goes to Tucker Carlson. Um. Hey, do you know something? I have never. Um, not that it's just him. I've never once actually listen to him i wouldn't even know his voice if i heard it oh wow all i ever know about that guy is the like the stuff i read so i i've never even heard him or watched his show you talk about hyperbole man yeah it, i know that well i know from from reading this stuff it's it's just a just a show of of exaggerations right so are you seriously eating that shit? No, I spit it into this thing. It's like my spittoon. But you it's a piece of wood. How are you chewing it? You just chew it. You just chew a piece of wood. So I can't be good for you. Good All old right, go good old Swanson chicken tucker dinner. Um <laughs> it has to be offended by everything. Everything's an outrage. You know, going back to um was it Dr. Seuss? What remember ever they were outraged about all those things? So now the outrage is the M&M's. Yeah, and, please tell me about this. I, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So M&M's is a company. You know how they, like, they have like the um, – let me write this in my notes because I'll probably have to post pictures. Um, the M&M's have like little M&M commercials and uh, packaging where they have – they're like – they have a face on the M&M and arms and yeah. legs. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's different characters. There's like the green M&M and yeah, the Yeah, and they're always, getting in, they're always getting into shit. Right. So they they decided that they were going to change the look of some, the M&Ms to make them more, to make them more I don't know, uh, acceptable across the board. So like the the one M&M, the green M&M is like sexy. She has like the eyelashes and like she she does or she, now or she she, like she did she was like sexy okay. she was sexy Eminem so they brought down they toned down the sexiness a little bit and yeah. the brown Eminem used to wear stiletto heels and now they gave her like flat heels you know and just to just to kind of like make everybody you know whatever that's their their social justice thing that they're doing right now well holy fucking shit. Tucker lost his goddamn mind about this, and I'm gonna play just one little clip from this his. Will be my fir- you're, you're gonna pop my Tucker Carlson cherry. This be, is, be, ge- be gentle. But this is, and this guy is dead motherfucking serious when he says this shit. Like he he is like he means what he right, says. Are you sure that this isn't like him doing a bit? No, a hundred percent. Because I watched the whole segment. All right. He doesn't do. He doesn't do bits. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't do no. He is like a like a, you know like a Colbert. No, like you know how Colbert will say he's outraged and it's funny. No, no. Okay. Tucker right, Tucker does not do bits. He is outraged. So anyway, okay. here's just a, hit, a hit tiny me. little clip to see, and and we can we can laugh about this then. Here we go. The other big change is that the brown M M&M and M has quote transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels, also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, 
we've achieved equity. They've won. Really? It, wait. It's a it's a fucking candy, bro. Was he reading that from some release? N- no, he was saying no. he's reading it from his fucking teleprompter. No, no, I know, I know. Did Eminem say all that? No. That's him. That's him making a. Um, that's him. Like what he is taking away from what they've yes, done. Yes, he he did put some of their quotes on the screen. That wasn't one of them. So he is offended that his candy is no longer sexually appealing to him. That he wouldn't want to take a candy M M&M, and out for and a drink. Shove it up his. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going somewhere else. Yeah. Supp- sorry. Suppository his his M and M for pleasure. Get the fuck out of here, dude. If if that is not the most insane shit, like you're offended that your candy isn't sexually appealing <laughs> to you anymore. Like where where and this is what I was talking about earlier about the line in the sand. Like, all right, dude. You're way over the line in the sand at this point. Like, what? What are you talking? What are you even talking about now? <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up something that he probably does like. I got an idea here. And he's dead ass serious too. That can't. Oh my god, dude! I am not like you. Got to watch this show every once in a while because like, it's this like it's like this every night. He'll reach as far as he needs to reach to to make some. But this is why those people we were talking about earlier are so like, how many vaccines are you gonna get? They're they're uh, you know Dell. How many? Oh, th- yeah. are you gonna get twenty? Oh, twenty is twenty enough? Is, is that the number? Because they hear him say this shit. He probably said that same thing that guy repeated to you. Do you know who he probably still finds attractive? <laughs> I don't even know. I guess. That's that's Twinkie the kid. Oh my god! So Twinkie hasn't changed its mascot from a a gay cowboy or whatever that is, and I guarantee that's got the appeal that he wants because I'm pretty sure he'd know what to do with that thing. He'd be like, and what what is it about Twinkie? Is it the hat? Is it the scarf that makes me feel like more of a man when I eat a Twinkie? Is that what it is? But lo and behold, they'll change his boots. They'll take the pink diamond off the boots and make that something that we don't want to see anymore. What's next, Twinkie? Twinkie, the kid's going to be shaped like a round ball? How am I supposed to be turned on by that? (laughs) Some androgynous round ball that I can't shove up my ass? Oh, I guess I'll be resigned to shoving it in my mouth as a ball gag. Like, what? (laughs) It's a fucking Twinkie, dude. Oh, my God. Just eat it like the rest of us. Oh my god! What uh, dude. a fucking loser! Yeah, so he gets he gets. Also, is that not fucking creepy? Yeah, it's very creepy. Dude, you know what I hate? I hate the fact that I'm not sexually aroused by my M and M's anymore. I wouldn't even take her out for a drink. Like what? I, I think what they you know, like honestly, what M and M's is trying to do in their own way is say like we probably shouldn't be hypersexualizing, and it's not hypersexualizing, but they're saying you know what we want to back away from this before we get canceled because the other side of this is going to be like why is there a sexy M M&M? and M, but like he's mad that they're not hypersexualizing an M and M. Do you know what's kind of ridiculous is like. People who are into M and M's, oh, like the M and M store in New York and all that, and yeah, like they go shopping there for yeah M and M shit. Yeah, 
my buddy's wife has M&M stuff like <laughs> everywhere. And I've always wondered how you could have a whole store dedicated to M&M people. Um, so I guess I'm wrong when I say that like I would never have noticed if M&M stopped having M&M people. Dude, they look and here's the thing is like you can look up the pictures the before, the before and after pictures. They look uh-huh. fucking they look the fucking same to me. Like the change is so minor. Like the green M&M is still a woman. The the brown M&M is still a female. It could be look, I, it could be a trans if you want it to be, I guess, you know, whatever. Sure, make it whatever you want. It's a fucking M&M. But I I just don't like and again, like I understand where some people get like I, they, they, we're going to get the fucking podcast canceled when I say this. But like I can see how people do get annoyed by the in your faceness of woke trans like right, right. culture where you're supposed to know all of the latest. Like I get it. I, I get where people. But the people who are so anti trans, which let's say that's what Fox is. Mm-hmm. I, I, they would they would deny that. Right. But the people who watch Fox News, for the most part, and if you guys don't agree with me, go you can fuck off. Send us an email and tell me why I'm wrong. And if you make a good point, I will concede to your point. <laughs> but listen, it, it 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 you really think this is a win? Like, do you see this as a loss and a, uh, for you and a win for woke culture? Nobody fucking cares but you. It's dumb. And if I was, if I was like in a club who was picketing for this, who was lobbying for this and trying to get this stuff, and then Eminem decided to do this, and then somebody in my club was like, we won one, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. Well, like, if, that doesn't mean shit. If, who cares? If Marvel feels they need to change the Punisher symbol because of those, because of those assholes, then, um, I don't really see this M&M thing as a big deal. So Do you know who doesn't eat M&Ms or care about the M&M people? Frank Castle. Frank Castle. He'll just shoot those M&Ms. Frank Castle hasn't had a fucking M&M in his life. Guns. I'm, I'm, standing, I'm sitting here holding a Frank Castle doll in my hands. Yeah, where is this gun? I don't know. They're on the floor somewhere around here. Anyway... Um, you better still have my Bucky toy I got you oh it's in the back it's in the back of the studio you can't see it's behind the green screen but it's back there um Um, yeah man like that's out of control I'm sorry that see that's why that's why I don't welcome that shit into my life because if I had seen that I had to talk to people at work about it and I'd still be thinking about it nice there it is it's a silver M16 one of them um I would be I, that have infuriated me listening to that jackass talk about the androgynous brown M&M. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. So that's um, that's my dickhead of the week. I mean, we uh, we're over an hour here. Um, do you want to go into anything else, or do you? I mean, I know you had a topic. We could save that for any time. That could yeah, be any time. we could talk about that. That's not a time sensitive thing. Um, I had some information. So. Um, just quick sh- shout out, maybe some newsworthy things. Um, you know, James Webb telescope finally yesterday reached its, um, it's, uh, point of the Lagrange orbiting altitude. Yeah. Lagrange point two there. And, uh, it's, it's where it's going to be, uh, 
in orbit, like you said. How long till we start getting? Um, could be could be a while yet. Pictures could be a while yet because it still has to like unfold, and it has to calibrate. Um, it could be a couple months, I think, before we actually still get some images. I'd like to do a show on it when we can start getting some images because, I mean, this is like Hubble exciting. Remember when the Hubble went up? I mean, this is a big deal. You know what's crazy is that like even though this thing it hasn't even taken a picture yet, I'm always like already looking ahead to future telescope projects. And there's like these ones called the Large Optical, the Origins, the Lynx X-ray, and the Habex. The Habex, I think, is the next one. That's going to be dope. The Habex is like main goal is to just image exoplanets. Like like to get like pictures of like, oh, look, there's Earth 2 out there. That's going to be crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, well, no, I don't have anything. I mean, doing this, uh, this COVID going forward, I guess that's what we call this one, the COVID forward cast mm-hmm. as we um, – as we get through Omicron, um, I was telling Dutch, I saw, I, I did see a funny, like, like I said, I really like my boss and he, 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 he does, he does get wild with his, his, uh, what's it cra- What's that crazy? It's not Fox news, but they're fucking nuts. It's, o- it's own? like, Oh, no, no. They've had a crazy, it, it sounds like a fake news channel with its stupid news name. max. Thank you. <clears throat> um, He'll watch Newsmax and be like, hey, hey Del, did you hear this one? And it's always some wild shit wild. That, they're like, that they're saying. You know what and, it's um, akin to? Not to cut you off. No, it's akin to like when you used to, when you were a kid, and they still have them. You go check out at the grocery store and they'd have like the Sun, the the Sun magazine and the National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that's what Newsmax is. It's like watered down just to the point where it could be believable if you didn't read between the lines. Like- it, it it's not like Bigfoot, but yeah, but just, I mean, but in the last in the last handful of years, they'd have stuff not. they'd have stuff on there that would be like, uh, Bill Cosby is now completely blind. Does he even know that he's feeling up women, or are they men? You know, like some crazy yeah. shit that's like, well, yeah, man, that could be true. That could be real. I just yeah. Anyway, look, forget it. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Um, um, speaking I of, beat, I don't want to beat a dead horse tranquilizer. Speaking, <laughs> oh, dewormer. Dewormer. Speaking of Christ, Christy, Christy. Do you see what happened to uh, or what I shouldn't say what happened to what Schwarzenegger did this week? No, it's crazy. He got in a crazy car accident. Is he okay? He fucking is okay, but. He apparently made a, a illegal left on a red arrow, um, left into traffic and hit some woman, and then bounced off that car and like drove over another car, and then his SUV flipped like on its side. Jesus. And apparently, I guess the woman he feel like hit a, he hit a fucking Porsche Taycan. He he fucked shit up. Uh, people that were there said it looked like it was a stunt in a movie. But uh, I guess the woman uh, that he hit, she had to go to the hospital, and he's all like, "No, I need to go to the hospital and check on her and make sure that she was okay and all of these sorts of things and those sorts of things and that thing." And um, he, you know, who's in the car with him? This is why he had the accident. Body by Jake was in the Jake car or, with him. Jake, 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 uh, Jake. I want to say Jake LaMotta, but that's the guy from uh, <laughs> Raging from, Bull. 
Raging Bull. It's, yeah, it's Jake so, LaMotta? Yeah, yeah, Dell. Jake LaMotta was with him in the. I thought so. I thought that's who it was. Jake LaMotta. Fucking guy. Jake, what the heck is Jake's name? Um, Labrata? No, that's that's Hunter. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, Lee Labrata and Hunter Labrata. Um, Body by Jake is Jake Steinfeld. And apparently they've been friends for a very long time and whatever. Actually, I think when um, when uh, Schwarzenegger was governor, Body by Jake was his like uh, fitness advocate for the state of California or whatever they called it. But anyway, yeah, so um, they he probably distracted the shit out of him uh, while he was trying to make that left-hand turn. And uh, You want to know something funny is last week I got into a big fight because I did that same shit. Uh, way to blow it at the end there using the name. Oh, mark the time. That's funny. That's what we say at work. Um, so the the wife um, and I got into a fucking fight. Like we're like I was calm, but she was like flipping out because I did the same shit. I I turned left on a divided road into the wrong lane. Ooh. And it was like dark and it was, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm saying why I did it. It was a dumbass move, but I couldn't get out of the lane because it was a concrete divider and I'm driving my car, which I I have a, I have a really, really low car. And she's like, just go over the divider. I was like, it won't work. We'll get hung up. Like the car's too low. She's like, just do it. I was like, please, please calm down. Like this is not making it any better. So we get to like the point where I'm nose to nose with another car and stopped. And I'm just like, hey, man, like just go around me so I can get up to the end of this block so I can get back on the right side of the road. It's like the most ridiculous thing ever. And uh, she didn't speak to me the rest of the night. Oh, wow. And the next the next day I was like, are you still mad? And, you know, she's like, oh, I'm not mad. I was like, look, I said I was sorry and I was totally to blame. I said, but you have to realize that in that situation, yelling at me and and going nuts was probably not like the best course of action. Like, you, it was already like stress. She's like, well, you weren't doing anything. I was like, no. I, I, what you're mistaking is, is that I wasn't doing what you were telling me to do. Right, right. <laughs> it's not like just because you say it doesn't mean it's the thing to do, and. That would have made it worse. We would have been stuck on a median and we really would have messed up the car. Anyway, hearing that Arnold did it uh, made me feel better for a split second, but then I realized he's like 75 years old. Yeah. And probably losing a little bit of his driving faculties at this point. And probably cut a check for everyone that he hit too. And was just like, Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. He's like, I'll I'll pay for your your push, Taycan. What does that cost? I'll pay for it. They're like, man, this is eighty thousand. He's like, here's the hundred. Shut the f- yeah. shut the fuck up and yeah. get out of here. Go buy the dual motor version. Buy the turbo, you pussy. <laughs> and then and then he realizes that the woman that went to the hospital, he heard somehow that she may sue him. And then he broke into the hospital Terminator one Terminator one style, like it was a police station. Uh huh. Looking for anyway. I'm sorry. Did I? I just I ironically, her name was Sarah Connor. Yeah. Um, dude, it was really good to get back in there. Yeah. Start flexing the podcast muscle. I'll save the um, mascot story for another time. Um, That'll be good. And uh, yeah, welcome back, folks. Uh, I'm glad you joined us, all six of you. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. Do you imagine how low the viewership's going to be on this since we haven't done it in four months? I don't know. Think positively. Maybe it'll. Maybe people will be like, oh, what's this? New podcast just showed up. Oh, four years. We got to listen to all. We got to go back and listen to all of these. Yeah, and we'll get one extra listen for every show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, so, I haven't even checked. I haven't checked to see what our what our numbers are. Um, uh, I'm sure yeah, they're, they're up a little bit. They're right? they're not so good. <laughs> no. Nah. Right. But uh, going into season four here, folks, we'd like to know what uh, what you want to hear us talk about. What kind of stuff from previous seasons did you really like? Did you like the um, the deep dives we did on topics, specific topics like uh, heists or uh, I don't know aliens, whatever it was? Or do you like when we just bullshit our way through the podcast like we did today? Um, either way, we want to hear, we'd also like to see what, like I mentioned earlier, depending on where you are in the world, part of the country, uh, what you think the future of, uh, this, um, you know, COVID situation is going to start looking like in the, the near, the near future and the distant future. Anyway, you can tell us all of that. Let's see if I can still do this off the top of my head. It's been a while. I'll be impressed. You can, uh, you can write to us at, <laughs> with, uh, with no due respect at gmail.com. You can, uh, tweet us at WNDR podcast. You can DM us at with underscore no underscore do underscore respect. And um, don't forget to check out the blog at uh, with no due respect.blogspot.com for your pictures, your Twinkie the Kid picture and your <laughs> Eminem pictures. And, um, and, and we still have the Reddit. I think it's the WNDR podcast is the Reddit. Haven't, haven't really posted anything on there, but... We're going to get active again as long as time permits and as long as you guys want us to keep coming back with more. Um, I guess that's it for me. You got anything else there, Dell? No. Nah. All right, guys. Eat your we'll, Twinkies. We'll, like I always say, eat your Twinkies. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice.